Lord, it is good for us to be here. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear faithful, Lent is a time of sorrow, of mourning, of penance, yet mixed with joy. This joy we are about to see on the second Sunday of Lent. Today, we consider the mystery of our Lord's transfiguration on Mount Tabor. It is a glimpse of heavenly glory in the midst of the grave and serious thoughts of Lent to help us more courageously bear the rigors of penance. In addition, Holy Mother Church places this mystery before us as a model of the transformations which the exercises of Lent should bring about in us. Those who have visited the actual Mount Tabor in the Holy Land know that the view from the top is breathtaking. Also, we could all imagine the wonder of the apostles when our Lord showed to them his transfigured body. Let us then in spirit go up on Mount Tabor where Christ brings three of his disciples, Peter, James, and John, to make them witnesses of his glory. In the light of faith, let us contemplate the thrilling sight which it was their privilege to behold. The apostles saw the great Moses and the prophet Elijah conversing with our Lord and talking about the passion and death of our Lord. What wonderful sight to witness Moses, who represented the law, Elijah, who represented the word of the prophets, and Christ himself with them. We would probably agree with St. Peter when he said to our Lord that they should install three tabernacles, one for Moses, one for Elijah, and one for our Lord. Just like an epic that we have read, or an adventure movie that we may have watched in the past, we sometimes wish the book or the movie would not end at all. That we should enjoy it as much as we can, indefinitely. St. Peter knew of the bitter passion foretold by Christ and wanted all of them there on Mount Tabor to stay on it indefinitely. He desired to remain there, for he thought if he had three tabernacles, Christ would not go up to Jerusalem. And if Christ did not go to Jerusalem, he would not die. Proverbs says, Laughter is mingled with sorrow, and mourning fills the confines of joy. St. Peter was overjoyed at this miraculous event in Christ. But Peter also knew of the sadness that this transfiguration was not to be shown forever, but only briefly. Peter was among immortals, Moses and Elijah. Yet forgetting about his own mortality, 
and his need to suffer and die with Christ. Therefore, during this brief joy of the transfiguration, amidst the season of Lent, let us remember Christ's words. I am come that they may have life and may have it more abundantly. Our Lord said as well, As the living Father hath sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, the same also shall live by me. As we know, we embark together on this second week of Lent. Let us make sure that our actions for this holy season are performed under the influence of the Spirit of the transfigured Christ and in union with Him. Such is the mystery of the life we ought to enkindle all of us, dear faithful. One of the most delicious things that this part of Wisconsin offers are very good cheese curds and delicious maple syrup. Two items we might actually be giving up for Lent. But let us look closely at maple syrup and observe that it is a product of the sap that had been tapped from trees. Let us examine this sap which circulates in every part of every tree. This sap is the source of the tree's strength. By it the roots grow well into the soil, securing the tree that it may withstand outside elements such as storms and winds. Now our souls are quite similar, planted in the garden of the Church of Christ. Our souls need strength as well to keep calm and carry on during Lent. We need strength to successfully resist the shocks and storms that threaten our soul during the season. Temptation will assault the soul to discourage it from continuing any further into Lent and into the Easter season. But let us not be discouraged so soon, dear faithful, for it may produce in us sadness, and then passions would arise and bring our soul down even further. In order that we may not fall into this trap, let us remember today's gospel of the transfigured Lord, dazzling like the sun, pure and white as snow. We need the sap, like maple syrup, circulating in our souls and firmly rooted in the divine soil in order to gain strength and power. The sap, the interior life of our soul, is a very essential part and condition for its strength and solidity. If we enter this Lent only with mere external appearances of virtue, without the sap of the interior life, without a solid foundation in the Lord, we will not have the strength to sustain our souls during this holy season. We will not have any strength to resist any attacks that we have to conquer. It would be similar to a tree with shallow roots or like the house that is built on sand. One wind and one storm will suffice 
to topple over the tree and the house. The three apostles were selected specifically by Christ to see his transfiguration. They were the most rooted in Christ. So must we, dear faithful, be rooted in Christ as well in order to see God's brilliant body, God's splendid self. The sap then nourishes the tree and develops its branches and leaves and makes the tree even more beautiful to behold. Thus, if during this holy time we abundantly practice supernatural works and enlightened by the sun of divine charity, then our souls will be increasingly beautiful and increasingly beautiful in the sight of God. Let us remember that acts such as fasting and penance, when seen only in and of themselves, are really insignificant. But when they are fused with the light of grace, they become holy and meritorious and confer perfection of the soul. This consideration then will help us to sanctify our ordinary actions and help us to profit by every occasion to practice virtue. On top of that, if we remember to gain plenary and partial indulgences for prayers and devotions, we usually say as penance, then our actions will even be doubly fruitful. Maybe a resolution we take for ourselves this Lenten season is to read and discover more of Holy Scripture, or praying the Stations of the Cross more often, or praying the Holy Litanies of the Church. Remember that these have indulgences attached to them, which can even make our penances more fruitful. Like St. Peter who tried his best to be hospitable in spite of his interior sadness of the knowledge of the Passion of Christ, let our transfigured Lord help us to yield to every good impulse to perform acts of humility, of mortification, obedience, purity, charity, patience, and religion. This is the secret unlocked and available for all of us today, the secret of holiness. Now our tree, with its lovely branches and leaves, strengthened by the rich sap inside, would be incomplete if they have no fruit to bear. Every man will be judged according to our works. We hope to produce fruitfully good works by our continued development of our interior life. It would be all the more fruitful if we make our actions more conformed to the will of God instead of what we desire. St. Peter wanted to build those dwelling temples for Moses, Elijah, and our Lord, but finally accepted our Lord and followed him on his path to Jerusalem and eventually to his passion. Witnessing the immense and dazzling light that emanated from our Lord, let us listen to the voice of the Heavenly Father, proclaiming His Son and directing us 
to hear His word as we continue on with our penance and mortification. Dear faithful, let us acknowledge Christ as our Savior, as our divine Master, and ask Him to grant us a participation in the beautiful mystery of His transfiguration. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.